All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Heady Jams, a grateful podcast recorded live in Memphis, Tennessee. I am Ira Lipsy, the eye of the world. It is episode number seven, part two, a tribute to the summer tour of 1985, one of our favorites. I am joined, as always, by St. Stephen via the telephone as we are socially distanced from each other, but in spirit. We are together, as usual. St. Stephen, welcome back for part two of episode seven. Of course, you can check out the Twitter handle. That is at Hetty Jams, W-E-V-L, for all the goings-on. Plus, I post in Facebook and several of the Grateful Dead fan sites. St. Stephen, we, we decided to do this tribute to Summer Tour 1985, and we could not fit it all into one episode. Thus, we did the first half. Last week, that was the Greek theater shows, 614, June 14th, 15th, and 16th, and the Alpine Valley shows, and now we're going from June 25th through July 1st, and we've got a hell of a first set. We had to take some liberties and put in some second set songs, but I think this is a really, really hot episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, good, uh, good to be on with you today. Good to be back uh, doing part two, uh, like you said. We went back and listened to so much of this 85 tour. It's been a long-time favorite of ours. And we just found so much stuff, A, that we used to like in the past that we had to put in, B, some new stuff that we haven't heard as much uh, that we discovered a little bit. So we've got some great stuff for you here today. Hope you all enjoyed the first leg of the tour. Uh, and now we're getting to the middle of the tour towards the end, and the band is really hitting their stride in this 85 summer tour, which was their 20th anniversary. Uh, we got some very good stuff lined up for you today. Yeah, and speaking of which, we start off with a song that we've included in another episode, and that's Day Tripper from June 25th. And you know, we we love we love it so much because so, it was such a a rarity that they played the song. We just wanted to slip it in there again. So we have what we have. I think for this first set is a triple opener, Day Tripper. Alabama Getaway from June 24th, and then Feel Like a Stranger, Eyes of the World from June 27th. And that was actually uh, a second set opener, but we've got it here in the first set. So you really have four songs kicking off the first set of this episode, and it's it's hot and it gets hotter. Definitely. Uh, that Day Tripper, definitely a unique song um, and a cool cover, a Beatles tune. They do it so well. This is the uh, Cuyahoga Falls version on June 25th. Opens the set, uh, the first set that day, and they go into a West L.A. fadeaway. Really cool opener. Didn't, didn't feel like we could do this uh, 85 summer tour tribute without leaving the day tripper, uh, putting the day tripper in there. Had to do it. Then you get a really hot Alabama getaway, and then that funky, funky feels like a stranger into really, uh, really hot eyes of the world from that uh, SPAC show on June 27th. Got some good stuff to start off. Uh, then we then coming up, you tell them what's coming up, but that's, you know, you're getting into some really strong stuff after that. So then you, yeah, then you've got one of my favorite songs from that 85 era and it's a Bobby song. It's my brother Esau. It's a cool little number. You get some great slide guitar going on there. And this is, you know, as good a version as they, as, as they ever did. And it's 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 you know it's a it's a relaxed song, but it's a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. And then you start getting into the meat. You got Hershey Park from Ju- that that brother Esau's from July first. That's the second night of Merryweather Post, 
And then you have Birdsong from the first set at Hershey Park 628. And then we took two songs from the second set and plugged them into this first set. And that's the Estimated and Terrapin from June 28th, Hershey Park. And they are, it's one of my all-time favorite versions of Estimated, no doubt about it. Oh, no doubt. Such a solid version. Um, I like that we got this brother Esau in there uh, from Fairweather Post Pavilion on July 1st. Really cool version. They did a lot of good brother Esau's in that middle 80s. They didn't play it for too long. I think they started playing in 83, 84. It starts getting pretty good. Then they knock out some really cool versions in 1985. I think we got a really good one here for you today. And then we have covered a lot of this Hershey Park June 28th show, one of our all-time favorite shows. Really cool jam on this bird song that was in the first set. They really take it out there. Some really cool jamming. Brent gets in on the keys, and it's really nicely played. And then that estimated profit into Terrapin Station from the second set. I believe that completes the entire second set that we played for you here on Heady Jams. We fit it all in. And the estimated Terrapin is one of the strongest – but one of my favorite estimateds ever, for sure. Into a really good Terrapin, great 85 sound. And Bobby working the slide guitar in there, and then he's going a little crazy towards the estimated jam, heading out. Really good 1985 Grateful Dead there here in the middle. That's uh, first set for you here. Yeah, and then we and then we wrap it up with a couple of solid numbers. Jack Straw into Might as well. That's from June 25th. Uh, the Blossom Music Center, Cuyahoga Falls. Might as well is a song that was also, you know, it had a, it had some early run back in the early days, and then it kind of got popular again with the band. And it's, you know, it's one of those, you know, a, a, it's a fun song. It's a good set-ender. You know, if you ask me to pick between Don't Ease and Might as Well as a set-ender, I'm going to go with Might as Well. Don't Ease Me In, don't get me wrong. I love the song, great song. It's just Might as Well's got that fun kind of a new orleans feel i guess maybe a little bit to it and it's it's a good is a good version uh and it's a lot of fun the crowd you know the crowd goes nuts you know they're dancing their asses off and that ends that that ends our that first set and our first set that tune might as well you're, you're absolutely right it's a total fun song it was written in the early 70s about one of their tours they did in 1970 i believe it was the festival express that they did in 1970 and it was with Janis Joplin and a few other friends where they went on this train tour and they were all playing these shows. And might as well is basically the story of how much fun they had on the trip. And it's just really, really cool tune. Might as well travel the elegant way. And it comes out of a Jack Straw that closes that first set at Cuyahoga Falls. Talking about a song, you know, Jack Straw usually is a set opener. You know, sometimes in the 80s they did it as a set closer. It works really well here with the Jack Straw and the might as well. This is really really couple good picks uh here that that you selected here yeah all right so that's going to do our first set let me recap for you we've got day tripper from june 25th alabama getaway from june 24th feel like a stranger and eyes of the world both from june 27th 1985 then you've got my brother esau from july 1st then the estimated profit terrapin station those are both from hershey park I'm sorry, Birdsong first, and then Estimated estimated Profit, Terrapin Station. Uh, all that is from 628, June 28th, Hershey Park, and then Jack Straw and Might As Well from Cuyahoga Falls. 
So that's going to do our first set. And then when we come back, uh, on the way back, you'll get a little bonus track. We'll, we'll tell you about that when we come back. So enjoy the first set. You've got a lot of tasty numbers here. And when we come back, then it's going to be time to blow you away with some really great stuff on the second set from this 85 Summer Tour Tribute.
Watch on coming, any day, don't worry, brother, no. Been so long I felt this way, I ain't no further, no. Rainbows in down that highway, where ocean breezes blow. Watch on coming, the voices say, and they tell me where I go.
Yeah, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Alright. I 
Okay, welcome back. That was the first set from Episode 7, Part 2, the tribute to Summer Tour 1985. Welcome back. Of course, if you want the up-to-date information and set lists, you can always visit us at at Heady Jams, W-E-V-L. That's the Twitter handle. And St. Stephen, we've been listening to this unbelievable compilation of shows from 1985 Summer Tour. We've found some great numbers. We included them into two different shows. And, of course, you know, we found all sorts of great nuggets, stuff we'd heard a million times, stuff we hadn't heard so much. And so speaking of stuff you hadn't heard so much, uh, at the end of that first set, you heard a little set break number. That was the War on Drugs with their version of Touch of Grey. And it's a really interesting number. I kind of like the way they did it. It's a little reggae-ish, I guess, maybe is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, really, really cool band um, that I've gotten into the last few years. They're really good. We played for you last week, the Box of Rain by Kirk Vile. Uh, he was actually a member of this band, War on Drugs, and their lead guy and Kurt Vile uh, collaborated on a lot of stuff. They're both from the Philadelphia area. Really cool band. And they did that for this uh, Dead tribute uh, album that came out a few years ago, Day of the Dead. Um, and War on Drugs, they're a really good band. If you've never heard them, they're definitely worth checking out on Spotify or whatever your uh, musical source is. But uh, they do a really cool version of Touch of Grey. hope you all enjoy that uh, as much as we have. Yeah. And, you know, before we get into the, the second set, because uh, we really have a great one for you. You know, it's interesting. That was the 20th anniversary of the Grateful Dead, that tour. In 1985, of course, Grateful Dead started in 65. The 30th anniversary was 95 and subsequently Jerry's last year. And you and I, that's the kind of the year 94 and 95 is when we caught our shows, basically. Uh, I saw a couple in 93, but basically 94 and 95. And then we had a you know a 20-year layoff and we got to go see the Fair of the Well shows. And now it's been five years since that. And you know, you, you start to look at some of the stuff that was going down towards the end, and you think about the shows that you saw, and people were, you know, they don't, I'm not wasting my time with 94, 95, you know, it's it sucked, this and that. There's a lot of good stuff out there, and a lot of it's worth listening to, especially if you were at the shows. You know, it's not, you're not going to get the same stuff that you got, you know, circa 73, 74, 77, but you get a lot of highlights, you know, there's some great highlights and it is worth going back to revisit. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely kind of a interesting, you know, this summer, you know, right now it, you're coming up on, you know, yesterday we're recording this on July 10th. So yesterday was July 9th and that was the 25th anniversary of the very last Grateful Dead show. And, you know, we were at some shows. We caught the, the Deer Creek and St. Louis shows just prior to Soldier Field. Soldier Field was the very last two shows, July 8th, July 9th. And then you and I were at Deer Creek on July the 2nd, and that's the day of the infamous Gate Crashers um, that I'm not sure if you all know about. But, there, you know, some people just basically jumped the back fence. And there were also death threats against Jerry Garcia. We didn't know it at the time. But, they, you know, there was a lot of bad stuff going on on that tour. You know, Jerry's health wasn't great. Of course, we were going because we were 20 years old, and this was our favorite band. That was our first time seeing them, so we were just excited to be there. They ended up canceling the second show in Deer Creek. You remember that? And then we drove to St. Louis, saw those two shows there, and then the very next two shows, Soldier Field, were the, were the very last shows. In 95, 
you know, was not the best year. 94 was not the best year. I mean, by comparison to other years, you know, for, for sure they weren't, they weren't at their peak. But I've gone back just since it's been the 25th anniversary of the end, and, you know, I was going back and listening to some stuff. And there, there was some good stuff, you know, that, that they played. There was some definite highlights. And, you know, we thought about including those, few picks maybe in a, in a future show, but I was listening to the you know, Soldier Field show, uh, some of it yesterday, and Jerry does so many roads on that last show, July 9th, that just, it'll get you, it's a really cool version, it's just like, when you look back and you realize it was one of his last shows, uh, you know, and a month later he would pass away, and I know you have some stuff coming up for the days between, but it'll be 25 years uh, since Jerry Garcia passed away, so we all remember today very well and so it's just been kind of cool going back and listening to some of that stuff you know if you follow us on twitter at heady jams wvl i kind of popped off a few notes about some of those shows that we were going to see back that year they played memphis in 95 and the second night of memphis was the best show i ever saw it i mean they played really good stuff back then it, you know you jerry might forget some lyrics here and there might stumble over a few parts you know it's but like he still had the ability to the very end to pull off some just incredible stuff that so many roads from Soldier Field at the end just really emotional, cool version of a very cool song that we like. So just some cool stuff we've been thinking about over the last few days as we're kind of at that 25th anniversary of the end of the Grateful Dead and Jerry Garcia's passing coming up. You know, we, we saw those shows in 94, 95, you know, they were what they were. They were good. They were fun. We had a blast. I wouldn't change it for anything. The stuff we're playing from 1985, that's when you're getting into some really cool dead. If we could have gone back and done any tours, that's kind of why we wanted to do this. This was just one of our tours we would have loved. Just been, you know, a little bit a little bit able to do them, you know, at the right age back then. So it's been fun going back and listening to all these stuff over these last few years as they're kind of hitting the 25th anniversary of the last days of the dead. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's something that you think about a lot is, you know, what if I could go back in time and go see any artist or, you know, for us, because we love the dead so much, it's more like what tour would I like to be, have been on? And yeah, certainly the summer of 85 was a tour that would have been awesome to have been on. You know, people say, if you could go back in time to see any artist and I'm going to put you on the spot real quick, don't, don't give me a long answer. Just real quick. If you could go back in time, not dead, but see one artist play one show live, what artist do you think you would go see? Led Zeppelin, early 70s. You know, I knew you were going to say that, and I probably, I think I'm going to have to agree with that. That's probably the best uh, band that I didn't, you know, have a chance to see. And that would be, that would that would have been awesome, no doubt. So we've got this second set for you, and here's another number that we've used before. I think it might have been on our very first episode. And it's a Shakedown Street from 630-85, Meriwether Post Pavilion, Shakedown Street. This Shakedown Street, to me, is the best Shakedown Street there is. Uh, I've listened to it a million times, no exaggeration. When they go into the jam, I can, you know, I know every note that's coming up. I can tell you every drum beat, how they're doing it. And what the, the thing about it that really just grips me is they they play and they play and they play and they hit this crescendo that you think they're going to go back into the dun, dun, dun and wind up the song, but no, they keep it going and they hit another crescendo and you're like, okay, here we go. They're wrapping it up and they just keep it going and they must do it like three or four times in that, in that show, in that song on, on this particular version. 
and it just keeps going and going. And it's just so great. Like everybody is so on point. Jerry's hitting it. Bob's hitting it. Phil's hitting it. Brent's hitting it. The drums are like, like I said, we talked about this last time. The 85 drums have that unique sound They're You know, they just were just banging away on them. And it really is just such a, such a great version. It's one that I've listened to so many times. I think I've blew out speakers in the old Volvo uh, listening to it, and of course, the, <laughs> at the beginning, of course, you got the the tuning. You've got some Howies, you know. For some reason, that '85 tour, they did a lot of. There was some sort of Howie, Howie, and then you've got uh, the Brent, the Brent throat clear. Give me a throat clear. Real, I thought it was Brent, but it could it could have been Phil. I'm not sure. part before the uh, music never stopped that we played and that's another version you were talking about how they they go into a jam and you think they're wrapping it up but then they go in and they start over that's similar to that music never stopped from Hershey Park two days prior on June 28th but this you're absolutely right about this shakedowns but you can tell the band is just having a really good time and they are just on point all the jamming everybody's playing off each other they're they're having a blast it's one of the uh, it's one of the best shakedown streets. It may be the best ever. There's some other ones. One of our followers on Twitter points out that there's a shakedown street. Well, we've uh, we've heard this one. Red Rocks about three months later in September of '85. So that was cool. We love getting comments from any of our listeners, any of our followers on Twitter. Comments like that. It's really cool. So we'll check that one out. But for me, this shakedown street, you know, is it's up there in the all timers. If it's not the best, what are some other shakedown streets? What do we like? Matt, Madison Square Garden '91 with Hornsby and uh, Ram from Marsalis is a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Absolutely. Uh, there's some other ones that uh, I think the I, I want to say Rainbow Theater '1981, but I can't remember which date. Yeah, I don't know. That was early October '81. That's a good one. I tell you what, they played a great one in Memphis, Tennessee. Sunday night, April second, nineteen ninety-five. It was the cool, one of the coolest things I've ever. I, this is definitely the top dead show I've ever seen. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was when they played Shakedown Street in our hometown in Memphis. I know you were out of the country during that, uh, but man, it was so good. Just such a cool tune. It, it's awesome. This is a great one here, Meriwether Post eighty-five. Yeah, and then right from that Shakedown, they go right into a really, really great. Samson and Delilah from June 30th, 1985. And it's just, I mean, it also is, again, one of the, I mean, I, I, I say it's one of the better versions. I say that probably because I've listened to it so many times. But, you know, I don't know if there's any bad versions of Samson and Delilah. It's a good song. It's a rocker. It's fun. And this this is a great version. Um, and then from there, I'm going to let you tell us about what we go into from June 24th, 1985. That's from the... Blossom, is that right? Blossom Music? No, Riverbend. Riverbend. Is the uh, June 24th. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, you're getting a great, you're getting a great little uh, segment here um, after that Shakedown Street and Samson Delilah. Really cool that we're playing the Samson Delilah because that's a tune. I don't think we've played that one yet. It's a really awesome song. And then, yeah, going back and listening to this tour just to get all these songs together. I was going back and listening to some stuff. And this, this next little segment of songs was one of the things that stood out to me from this summer tour in uh, 1985. The 
smokestack lightning into cryptical envelopment into space into comes a time out of space, then the other one, then back into cryptical envelopment. We're playing all this for you. It just stood out as one of the coolest jams from all of the tour that I heard. I remember when I was listening to it a few weeks ago, I, it just, it, something about it clicked, and I was like, we are playing this. This is so good. They're so locked in. And, you know, He's Gone's a song I usually don't get too fired up about hearing, but then every time I hear it, I'm like, why don't I love this song more? It's like such a cool song. It goes into a really cool smokestack, lightning jam. And they're playing old stuff from the old days here because it is their 20th anniversary. So Smokestack Lightning, that's an old pig pen tune. Bob Weir's doing it here. Great little blues number there out of the He's Gone. And then they pull out the Cryptical Envelopment, which was another song from the old days. They hadn't played it in years, but they, it was a bust out on this 1985 tour. And that was kind of the intro song that always went to the other one. And they stopped playing it probably in 70 or 71. And... Uh, you know, really cool that they broke it out here. And they were just really on this night. You know, they go into Comes a Time Out of Space, which is an awesome Jerry ballad. They do a really cool other one. They finish it up with the, uh, with you know, the reprise of Cryptical Envelopment. They go into a wharf rat in this June 24th show, which is really, really strong. And we wanted to put it in, but we kind of, you know, threw a little curveball here. Put the Stella Blue in from June 30th again at the Meriwether Post and finished up with the Sugar Mags. You know, I, I know this is like one of your favorite songs and one of your favorite versions, so I'll let you take over here and tell us about it because it's definitely it, it's it's a curveball worth throwing because it's such a good version. Yeah, and you know that's what I was gonna say. I definitely encourage the listener to go and listen to that show from June 24th, the Riverbend show, and make sure you listen to it all the way through the Cryptical. And then also check out the Wharf Rat, because it is a great Wharf Rat. But we needed to get the Jerry Ballad in here. And this Stella Blue is definitely one of my favorite versions. You know, in the in the 70s versions of Stella Blue, it's, you know, a lot of it's very quiet. And, you know, you have that Keith piano going along with it. And this one is also has that element. But when he goes into the, uh, I guess, the chorus, I've stayed in every blue light, cheap hotel, they they really get into some power. The drummers come hard, and you can really feel the passion in Jerry's voice. It's one of my it's one of my all time favorite versions, and I really love that song. It's fantastic. And then you have that Sugar Magnolia, where also it's really pay attention when they go into the jam after Sugar Magnolia before Sunshine Daydream, and when they go into Sunshine Daydream, the drummers man, the drummers are hitting that. 85 I just call it the 85 drum they're hitting the 85 drum and it's like whoa man they really are you know going all out on this and it really is a, a lot of fun and it's hot 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 uh you you sent me the email and it says hot with three t's so that's like sexy with three x's when I heard it I was like wow we gotta have this in here it's really cool that, you know, we got that Stella Blue. You know, one thing we were talking about earlier, and I, you know, I know we're talking a little bit longer today, and, you know, we'll, we'll let you get back to the music here in a second. We're just kind of kind of talking about some of the old stuff. But the song Stella Blue, you know, you're talking about some of the later years. And the Stella Blue is a song, as far as the later, very last years of the dead, they hit some versions of Stella Blue in 94 and 95 that I've been listening to recently that I would put up there with, with any of them. That was one of Jerry's, like, it, towards the last years, he had that ability to just get that bow 
blues solo. I was listening to one from his birthday show on August 1st of 94. And it's just incredible. I mean, you would think, you know, everybody kind of writes Gary off as like, well, he wasn't there the last couple of years. And when he gets hold of the right song at the right time, he pulled off some of the all-time best versions. That's something we might have to do for that Days of Dream show, Ira, that, that August 1st, 94, Stella Blue. The one we saw in St. Louis in 95, really good. Man, you know, really, really cool stuff. It's been fun to listen to the last few days. Yeah, we'll definitely keep that on the list. And then we go into the encore, and there's an encore we've also played before, a version of it. Uh, we played a version of it, I believe, from the Frost Theater from October 10th, 1982. But this is from July 1st, the second night at Meriwether Post, and it's Satisfaction, yep, the old Rolling Stones tune, into It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. This is one of your favorites, and it is a great, another great version of it. Yeah, it's a cool encore. I like it. You know, this is, I said a few weeks ago that uh, Frost 82 is like my favorite encore ever, the Satisfaction, Baby Blues. This one, uh, this one's really cool. I'd never heard this one before uh, until just a few days ago. And it's really, you know, just a cool encore. Fun, fun one-two punch there that we wanted to wrap up with. A couple, couple favorite covers of mine that they do. So, you know, fitting, fitting in to such, you know, one of our, you know, it's been so fun to go back and listen to this and play. We hope y'all enjoy it. Uh, I hope it's you know fun for y'all. It's been a blast for us. So but, you know, looking forward to uh, looking forward to you know what we have in the next few weeks. Also, all right, yeah, thank you, Saint Stephen. I appreciate you coming on. Let me just tell you a little bit about what's we got coming up uh, next week or in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna have an episode where one of our listeners uh, goes by the moniker of Captain Caveman. At least he used to. Anyway, Caveman's got a list of, of his dream fantasy set list. He's covered the gambit from the early 70s all the way through, you know, the end of the run in 95. Some interesting picks I think we both thought were on his list, but it should make for a really great episode. And then he's also going to help us out when we do the days between. We're going to have a double episode for that. And one episode is going to be all Jerry songs from the Grateful Dead days. And another episode is going to be all Jerry's, you know, Jerry from the side projects. Be that with Merle, be that with Jerry Band, Resurrection, all the, you know, all the side projects, maybe even Old in the Way, we might slip a little number in there, but definitely we'll... That's going to be a lot of fun. We haven't done that yet on this uh, podcast, but the, the Jerry Band stuff, any of his solo stuff, man, that's going to be a blast. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah, I love that stuff. Anyway, let me break it down for you one more time. Uh, of course, after the first set, you heard uh, The War on Drugs with Touch of Grey, their version for Day of the Dead. Then we have Shakedown Street and Samson and Delilah from June 30th, 1985 from Meriwether Post Pavilion. Then you have He's Gone, Smokestack Lightning, Cryptical Envelopment, Space, Comes a Time, Other One, and then Cryptical again, all from June 24th. That's the River Bend in Cincinnati. Then we go into the Stella Blue and the Sugar Mags from June 30th, back to Meriwether Post. And then we go to the second night of Meriwether Post Pavilion, July 1st, with the Encore, Satisfaction, and It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at WEVL. St. Stephen, any parting words? No, just we've had a blast doing this. Hope y'all enjoy. Hit us up on the Twitter. Send us what you want to hear in the future. Let us know what you think. This has been a blast, man. It's been a, been a great stuff the last few weeks listening to this stuff. I hope, hope you all enjoy it. It's been fun. 
Absolutely. Thank you, St. Stephen, and all of y'all out there. Stay safe. Socially distance. Wear your masks. We'll see you on the flip.
Just gotta poke around 
more of the same Same old rat in a drain ditch Caught on a limb You know better but I know him Like I told you
a time when the blind man takes your hand, says, Don't you see? The day may come 
Yeah. 
understands your thing with his gun.
Thank you all. Good night.